episode four of the podcast. Here we go. Here we go. Took a little bit of a hiatus here, but we're back, bitches. We're back better than ever, and we're ready to go to Fight Island one day, not next weekend. Sick. Fight Island's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm glad it's an island. I'm not even gonna lie. I might even fucking buy it. You might buy the island. No, I might buy the fight instead of you know watching it at a friend's house. Uh, yeah. I mean, due to social distancing guidelines, I think that's recommended now that everyone buys it separately. That's how they're gonna pay for it. Can't get the uh, can't get the the old coronavirus here. Yeah, I'm just like coronavirus. It's crazy. Fight Island is definitely in a desolate area by itself. Uh, it's very far away from anything. It's like in I'm Abu looking, Dhabi. I'm looking right now. I'm trying to. Okay, so it's. A, uh, where's my scale? It's fifteen hundred feet from an Ace Hardware store. So just in case, uh, they they need more cage materials or anything. That's that's smart. Uh, the police station is almost equally as far away. So that's that's good as well. Oh, but they're defunding the police in India. Well, good thing this is UAB. <laughs> uh, uh, like Alabama, Birmingham, or what? They're going to fight on a river? I'm kidding. UAB? I'm kidding. All right. Well, that should be definitely interesting. I haven't heard. Have you heard of Rogan's flying in to do it? I'm sure... Everybody's flying in to do it. It's going to be the biggest big. fight they've ever had. Better be. It's going to be the biggest fight they've ever had with no fans. Well, I don't get why they did that, because weren't they pretty much doing this in Las Vegas? Yeah, but what's weird about the whole Las Vegas thing is they're doing it at the Apex Center. And the Octagon, did you know that the Octagon is smaller at the Apex Center than I they have that. at like regular... Yeah, Main they events, said it was like five crazy, foot smaller or something. Yeah. Which, that's kind of weird. I mean, I would think a place that has that much money can afford to get the five foot bigger octagon in there, but what do I know? But it did, it does put on, I think a smaller octagon would put on better fights. Uh, less ground and pound. Less, well, 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 less people running away from each other. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good fight. That that Kamara Usman Gilbert Burns fight that's gonna be interesting because Burns is huge. Burns is a big dude. And then well, you got, he's uh, he's fighting a guy that's two feet or two inches taller than him, two feet, and the other guy has a five inch reach on him. Usma. Usman. What? Kamaro Usman. Usman. Apparently. My Tennessee dialect doesn't do that really well. Man, but he's Tennessee. Got a co-main, too. And a title. Look at the reach. Look at the, the height. And then the reach. That's crazy. The that shorter crazy. guy has a, yeah. a longer reach. He's five foot five with a 71.5 inch reach. Meanwhile, the other guy's five foot nine with a sixty-nine inch reach. That's crazy that Max Holloway's five nine. He looks like six three. <laughs> he looks tall as shit. It's probably because his arms aren't that long. That's gonna be a a good fight. I think Max Holloway gets beat though. He's already been. Uh, he's had five losses. Why not yeah, his last one? one was to his last one. His last one was to that guy Volkanovski or whatever his name is. It was a really good fight, dude. Peter Yawn title fight. Yep, it's a title fight. Who you put uh, your money Yon on? versus Aldo. Uh, Aldo is dangerous, but he's fighting at 135 for like the second time or third time. I mean, when he cuts that weight to 135, I think he walks around at like 160. When he cuts that, Jesus. When he cuts that weight to 135, he looks he looks sick, like in a bad way. Like he looks like he's sick skeletonized but 
I mean, Jose hasn't been the same since he got knocked out by McGregor, to be completely honest with you. I mean, that's why he dropped down. He couldn't beat anybody in that division anymore. So. Man, this is a stacked cards. We have a yeah, prelim and an early. Man, you're going to have a lot of fights that day. Uh, I think you have uh, Paige Van Zandt making her comeback. Yeah, PVZ. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. She's the social media queen. She's not a great fighter, but she's had uh, she's had some pretty gnarly injuries. Like she broke her forearm. That's that's a hard one to pull off. I feel like. I mean, but... she's broke it like two or three times in the same spot, and they keep having to repair it. It's, it's kind of crazy. So I'm, she's like a, when I placed my bet, she was a plus 400 underdog. When did you put money on her? Uh, weeks ago. Jeez, you've been planning on this fight. That's the only one. I've seen her fight. I mean, she could fight, but I think she's more all looks than she is fighter, to be honest with you. What do you think about that new, uh, they're trying to get Rampage Jackson and uh, Ronda Rousey to fight? What? I'm just kidding. But no, <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> you were like, wait, what? <laughs> what? That's crazy. But, uh, man, that's going to be such a good card. Unless the Twitter and, world, uh, y'all should get that I think going. That's a, I think that's another, no, that's not a title fight. But the Jessica Andrade and Rose Namajunas fight that's a rematch from uh one of the title fights they had and uh rose was beating the shit out of her but she jessica andrage picked her up and slammed her on her head and knocked her out so that's gonna be a good fight rose ain't 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 nothing to play around with i can tell you that then they'll be there wednesday too then the following Mm -hmm. saturday they're about to knock out some fights at fight island Saturday, twenty yeah, eighteenth, fifteenth. But we just had a we just had a fight. I think last week the Dustin Poirier fight. Uh, Dan Hooker. That was that was a pretty good card. Uh, I didn't sit there and watch it, but I did watch some of the highlights. Um, so yeah, last Sunday would have been UFC Fight Night. Uh, I think they're calling it Austin. No, yeah, I guess, yeah. At the but UFC Apex the Mike, Arena, Mike Perry fight was kind of kind of funny. Mike Perry had his girlfriend in his corner. She was the only one in his corner, and that Kay Hansen, that Kay Hansen fight. Somebody put like twenty thousand, I think, is what they had on her, and she was an underdog and won. Somebody took home thirty thousand dollars off of her, like a two thousand dollar bet, and took home thirty thousand or something like that. Wow. How would you like to be that guy with the Back to the Future machine to know uh, what's, that bet down? What's crazy is she was at the airport in Vegas and she met the guy that placed the bet on her. Really? What did he say? Yeah. Thank you? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I would have said. I'd have been like, thank you. Can I buy you a bottle of water? There was a lot of knockouts in that uh, on that card too. That Takashi Sato fight. He knocked the dude out in the first round, I think. Yeah, first round, 48 seconds. Yep. So I, this I mean, it was, a, been... it was pretty good. Most of the fight night cards aren't the greatest, but that one was pretty good. Yeah. You had uh, two submissions in the main card, uh, two decisions and a knockout. That's pretty fair split. Yeah. Uh, only one decision in the uh, prelim cards, though. I mean, yeah, one decision, two submissions, and one knockout. I love seeing knockout first rounds, especially if it's less than one minute. I love seeing that because in my eyes, I'm like, that guy just spent months to a year training, training, thinking about (laughs) this, and it lasted less than a minute. Like, he spent more time on the toilet than he did fighting, (laughs) you know? Right. (laughs) The actual fight. Uh, Like, when I see that, I'm just like, oh, man. As, yeah. as, what so was that fight be... a few months ago where the guy came out with that knee 
I mean, just right off the gate. It was like, what? Three oh, that or was four the Masvidal Askren fight. Oh, that was much That was ago. perfect. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> like, stuff like that is just perfect in my book. <laughs> All right. Dana well. White said, uh, Dana White said he'd much rather watch Flies fuck than watch Ben Askren fight. Jeez. He's a very opinionated <laughs> fella. He just doesn't give a fuck. But they still got issues. UFC has issues still. Okay, so what do you think about this? I don't think we've done a podcast since... Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Just retired. He announced it after the last fight. Uh, Triple C. Henry Cejudo. Conor McGregor. Connor, yeah, Connor. Well, I don't think yeah, Connor and Henry Cejudo. They retired in like the same week or some shit. And weren't you saying something? You felt like there might be a new, uh, maybe division or league, a fighter league. Uh, well, they have another, another promotion called Bellator. And they could go there, but I highly doubt it. I see them like. Connor's got the money to come out and start his own fight league, and really figure out how to Connor, get the people the money. The reason Connor gets paid so much is because he's such a good pay per view draw. And I think, but here's the thing: with like, here's the thing: because though, he stepped like, in with Mayweather, I feel like because of that, that's put dynamite on the fire. For his here's thoughts. the thing, though: like the Dustin Poirier Dan Hooker fight, I think Poirier got paid. Like five hundred thousand, I think. Look that up. And I think Dan Hooker got paid like one hundred fifty thousand. And what was the other guy's name? Hooker and what? Who was it? Uh, P O I R E R. Poirier. Yep, disclose earnings of three hundred thousand after beating Hooker in Las Vegas. Hooker, on the other hand, earned look at look at the I look at the crazy difference. Um, three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand goes nowhere when you're talking about training for months, paying your camp. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like that's that's crazy to me. Well, look at the main card down here, though. I mean, <laughs> Green would only got six hundred thousand, or 60. I mean sixty thousand. Like, what do you? What do you? I mean, you're barely living for a year like that. Like, you got roommates with that money, you know? Right. My salespeople make that. And they ain't spending. Now, granted, if how if much he, money are they spending he, at a gym though, and training like that? That is expensive. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that shit ain't cheap. And then the but, food they eat and all the stuff like that. Now, mind you, like they ain't going the to dollar menu bought, and getting those bodies. The UFC was bought for billions of dollars. And they got people fighting for pocket change. ESPN just gave them millions of dollars. But right now they got the best, one of the best. Them and NASCAR are the only two people able to get sports on TV. Uh, I know there's those people yeah. that hang out in the fields with metal poles and hit white balls, but I'm not sure how they're doing uh, on golf, TV golf ratings. Is, golf is awesome. Fuck you. Fuck off. Any anything you want to touch up there? Cause I I, I got nothing. Uh yeah. So they had um they had a tournament I think in Charleston, or I'm sorry Myrtle Beach, one of the Carolinas. One of the you see and it's awesome. After that you can't keep track. After that uh, after that tournament, there was like nine or ten different golfers that pulled out of the next tournament because they had their caddies testing positive for COVID and there was a couple golfers that tested positive for COVID and shit like that. And from what I read, 
through the Twitter world is that that tournament in Myrtle Beach was ridiculous. It was a, they called it a shit show. Oh, well, in my Google search, it shows me uh, the Rocket Mortgage was last... Ha- oh, my bad. It's going on right now. Travelers. TPC. No, go to RBC Heritage. Harbor Town. Harbor Town Links. Hilton Head. Hilton Head, that's where it was. They said it was a shit show. Nobody no. was abiding by social distancing... <laughs> They were mingling. It was. They said it was. It was pretty ridiculous. Nice looking golf course, though. I mean, right there on the peninsula, almost by it. Yep. Good little thing. Yeah, little light tower. So now, now they're playing in in uh, in New York, I guess, or south of New York. I can't remember where the Rocket Mortgage is. So, golf is. Yeah. I like. I like the way the commissioner of of the golf or the president of golf or whatever they call him. He uh, he said, "Look, there's going to be more positives to come. Oh, we're not no, going to cancel. We're not going to cancel it. We're not going to cancel it. We're just going to need to uh, learn to live with it. And I think that's the approach that everybody has to take. You got to learn to live with it." I mean, I'm this, not here to dispute. This golf course they're playing right now is dang near downtown. Is that the? What are they? What tournament is it? This is it's the Rocket, Rocket Mortgage, Mortgage, right? Yeah. Indeed, who? Oh, it looks pretty good, though. Yeah, but other than that, that's all I have. Justin Johnson won the last one. I think That's he went twenty-one man. or twenty-two, uh, twenty-one or twenty-two under. He tore it up. Uh, it's been a pretty good little run for the uh, for the old PGA Tour. I think they're back. Yeah, you are surrounded by houses and houses and bunkers. Good yeah. God! But uh. All right, well, then we have uh, big MB, uh, MLB news just broke today. Uh, canceling the All-Star game. Uh, I, I'll go on uh, record here and saying I've watched all, every All-Star event outside of an MLB All-Star event. I even watched, didn't they do NHL outside All-Star game? Uh, yeah, like I think they did it in Michigan one year. I watched some yeah. of that just because that sounded interesting to me. Uh, All-Star MLB game, to me, honestly, doesn't sound anything different than a regular All-Star game. Like uh, Basketball man, is All-Star, perfect. The MLB All-Star, like, the game isn't the greatest, but the lead-up to it, the skills challenge, the, the home run derby is fucking awesome. Last year's home run derby was awesome. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. got robbed. Um so I think it's awesome. I'll give you that. I don't classify that as the All Star Games. I I don't necessarily know what I'd call. It's it's the, similar to the NBA. Yeah, you, know, you got but, the three point and then dunk contest. Yeah, the like I love. I think awesome. I think the All Star stuff is meant for uh, like NBA. Like honestly, like when you think of what it is, it's perfect for that. Like it is nothing for you to get ten. Or what? Thirteen athletes in each division that are honestly a one caliber players, you know. But NFL, I felt like that was always like, how, how you get what is it? Fifty four people? Is that what they get each side? On what for MLB? Uh, no, for the All Star game. Yeah, they got a ton. But so I feel like you end up picking people that aren't you know your top-notch people and then some people don't even go to the all-star game i'll be honest with you if you're in if if you're playing in the mlb you're an a1 athlete for sure i in a hot take it, here because, i have been to the uh, nfl all-star game in hawaii it is uh oh, that's pretty cool um getting to the to the mlb is 
I mean, it's it's got to be the hardest track other than golf and NASCAR. I mean, it's got to be the hardest like way to get there. I mean, you got to go through the minors. You can come straight out of high school if you're good enough. You can come straight out of high school and go sign with a minor league team. But um, but it is, I'd say it's different than golf and NASCAR because you don't have to have a bunch of money. Like NASCAR, if you want to be a race what? car driver, it takes a bunch of money to get there. Like, I mean, it doesn't take like a ton of money to get there, but when you get to the minors, you got to have people sponsoring you that are going to feed yeah. you and house you. I mean, them guys don't make shit. And then, now the uh, top, the top prospects in the in the minors do. I think the uh, the number one pick just signed a record record yeah. rookie deal for the MLB. Yeah, it's which insane how much money they keep at the top level. Uh, they and he's probably he's down. more than likely probably going to play a year in the minors. Golf, I also put with NASCAR as being hard because you need a bunch of money in golf. Of like, yeah, I mean, how much I practice? To, on, like, I, what do they do? Play at least six games a week, you know, six matches. Like, if you're training, like if you if you wake up and go, I'm oh, gonna be a PGA if, if player. If you're grinding, if you're not in the caliber of Tiger Woods and Dustin Johnson and stuff like that, they're, I mean, they're either at the range hitting. A thousand golf balls every day, or they're playing. You know, they're playing around pretty much probably every day, the equivalent to a round every day, if not more than one. But do do you think they play I mean, nine costs, holes? No, they play all eighteen. They play all eighteen every time. Yeah, I mean, even the pros now they'll play a, an entire round if they if they tee off early. And, and sometimes when they tee off late, they'll play an entire round, leave the golf course, go sign their scorecard, turn it in, and then they'll go back to the range and start hitting balls again. Well, you can hit balls at a range even at night. We're talking about playing a four-hour round and then going back and hitting 200 golf balls. Yeah, but you're not – it's not like saying, you know, an NFL player played a full, you know, full quarterback game where he's getting sacked and sacked and sacked. And went back out there and played touch football or something. I mean, it, it, golf. You're I mean, not really all the, using that much. I mean, it's a lot of cardio. The, like, he's walking. I'll give him that. He's walking. He's hunting the all ball. The, all the all the great NFL players. They're definitely after a game. They're either going back to look at film or they're going to work out and and stuff like that. All the great ones. No, I've seen it. They go and sit in ice buckets and talk to Kevin Hart. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they do after games. <laughs> but NASCAR, I mean, you can talk more about, you know, NASCAR. I mean, it's a it's, golf is the same thing. It's an extremely expensive sport. So, like, I mean, I play golf, and I mean, I play pretty much every other week, and it's it's fifty fifty five dollars a round to go play. And then you got your clubs, but like when you go racing, oh my gosh, like you gotta buy a car that you're gonna race, or a cart, or get something to race. And you got to go out there, and you're going to use gas up no matter what. You're probably going to blow a tire out. That's change. And you're going to break something. I mean, you just... And then if you're lucky if you don't wreck and destroy the whole thing. I mean, I just saw an article this morning where a guy, uh, a Formula D drift, you know, team owner, said it cost mm -hmm. him $30,000 per minute they raced the car last year. $30,000 per minute to run the car. Like... Man, I saw that this thing with the NBA. It's going to cost them one hundred and fifty million dollars to to play. Yeah, because you got to buy Steph Curry like all these nice steaks every night, and you know that's crazy. That's crazy, man. But I, I want to know is Shaquille going to be down there? He's 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 a Florida boy, ain't he? Isn't he living down uh, there in Miami? I wonder if they're yeah, going to have the TNT crew there. or whatever they are. Oh, they gotta have the TNT crew. That's the best, like one of the best, like pregame guys for sports. It's awesome. I think they could do the whole show with just uh, Barkley and uh, Shaq. And Shaq. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> cut out anybody that is like the filtered people they do throw in there. Yeah. And what's the other guy's name that always wears the fancy suits? The little skinny guy. That's uh, Kenny. Wasn't he a football, a basketball player? Uh, I can't remember his name, but I don't know who you're talking about. Get rid of him, and get rid of their announcer guy that like keeps him on track. It would just yeah. be them sitting there telling their opinions, and that's what I want to hear. 
But mean, Shaquille O'Neal is a certified police officer. He is. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, they got the court set up in Orlando. Like it's like you walked into like a Gold's gym and played a game of pickup basketball. It's like a rec league fucking arena. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I'm going to look that up. I haven't seen it yet. But it should be uh, should be interesting. What do they call them at? Orlando? I would just, yeah, just NBA Orlando. They're playing at Disney. Disney's got a gigantic sports complex thing. Well, I don't want the Orlando. Ma- oh, is the Magic even going to make it? No. Oh, man. How hard would that be? You're sitting there in your own town. Everyone's coming in to play this thing in your own backyard. And you couldn't even get there. They're working on it. They got they got some squad. When? There's actually What's been a little happen? bit of controversy in M- NBA. Yeah, I want to hear it. Well, they got Kyrie talking about sitting sitting out. Um, I'm not really like 100% sure why. I guess it's to be a to be an activist for the movement and stuff like that. But I'll be honest with you, if LeBron James ain't sitting out, nobody should sit out. He does have that power, doesn't he? He does. Uh, I know one of his teammates, Avery Bradley. He's sitting out. Uh, there's been actually a couple notable, notable players to uh, to test positive for the coronavirus. I think they have like 25 or 30 players that have tested positive, which is uh, kind of crazy. They got quite a bit of baseball fields down there, so that should be easy. Yeah, they hold a bunch of a bunch of uh, baseball tournaments and whatnot down there. Definitely have one big main field. They got two soccer fields. Looks like a handful of others. Oh, they got some other baseball fields out back. Just, just chilling there. It's odd that I don't see a single football field in this thing. They got some soccer's, no foosball. It, huh? They'll play at the uh, they'll play at the Citrus Bowl, which is in Orlando also. Hmm. It's good that we got a uh, Florida native here, not currently, but you know someone to spread yeah, not some currently, Florida. Yeah, not currently. How is Florida? The what? How, how bad do you think Orlando is going to be in the midst of this? You're going to bring all of your baseball players, all of your Dude, they are, players, uh, all of your basketball players in there. It's kind of crazy that they're. Um... They're even going to hold it there because the numbers in Florida are, they're fucking skyrocketing right now. I mean, they they added, I think, 10,000 new cases the other day. So is this uh, still where they're banned? um, The beaches are closed and the bars are closed. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. But... The worldwide of sports of the ESPN Center and Orlando Disney World is wide open. <laughs> uh, <you> yep. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but. Uh, and I'm wondering right. who's going to get the uh, TV rights to both of these, huh? Wonder. Huh. Yep. Odd. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. be NBC but, or uh, ESPN, would it? I bet you CBS got it. Actually, I think it's. Uh... I think it's a. I think it's TNT. They got it. The baseball, the basketball. Yeah. I always I thought that was weird when they did the tournaments, and then you'd have like games on uh, True TV and stuff like that. You'd be like, "Wow, they're really pulling all their channels out." Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty crazy. But. Moving on to uh, to the NFL, there's not a whole lot going on right now. I mean, they're trying to figure out how they're going to do the season, but they uh, they cut out two preseason games, which is good and bad. I mean, it's good for the consumer, but it's bad for the uh, 
the guys that don't really get a chance to showcase the undrafted free agents and stuff like that. It's gonna be gonna be kind of weird, you know, with the four game they got. You know, the first two or three games, first two games, the undrafted free agents get to play quite a bit, and then uh, the last two, I think the starters play a half, and then the last game they don't. I don't think they play at all, but it's gonna be weird with the only two, but. All right, right now, who's your pick to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Kansas City. That's a bold pick. Bold. It's not like they won they it last them. year. Oh, wait, they did. Oh, oh, never mind. Kansas City or, or Baltimore. One of those two is going to knock each other out. But um, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins this year, man. I think they're really fucking crazy. They are trash. No, I'm going to head a little bit north and go with Tampa. They're trash, too. Well, I think Brady's going to be on a mission. And stuff's going to happen. But I'm going to go ahead and put Brady, out my prediction. If they, can protect, if they can protect Tom Brady, then, yeah, he'll light it up. But they kind of addressed the offensive line in the offseason. But, man, that offensive line was god-awful. So, Last I'm... Year. Also going to put my hot take down as the Tennessee Henrys are going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twice this year. Probably. I absolutely would not be surprised. They own Uh, us. Derrick Henry is our dad. The Browns are going to win two games this year, and one of those is going to be a close game against the Lions. Uh. (laughs) You know what's crazy about the Lions? We were talking about this the other day is they have a great quarterback. They have a, a, a decent quarterback in Matthew Stafford. And they can't do shit. They haven't surrounded them with anything. Didn't they even get they had, uh, New England's they had Calvin Johnson. offensive coach? No, they got their old defensive coordinator, De- yeah, Matt defense. Patricia. It's, uh, I mean, he had Calvin Johnson, and then Calvin Johnson retired. He pulled the Barry Sanders, which I don't blame him. I'd retire, too. Especially if you've never, they've never been to a Super Bowl, right? Was that the stat that I was looking at? Um, I know they never won. I think, yeah, I think they have been. Uh, But they, uh, but the, so FedEx paid $200 million to have the naming rights to the Washington Redskins Stadium. They have now asked the Washington Redskins to change their name of their football team. I saw that, and I remember that from, I don't know, a few years ago. I think Joe Gibbs was coaching them again when that popped back off. Yeah, it's been going on for a while. I don't know why they haven't. I remember them talking about it, and I thought it was going to happen. And then I I don't know why they haven't done it yet anyways. I mean – I mean, that is kind of derogatory. I mean, I don't know a ton about it, you know, the meaning and stuff, but I mean, I would I would think calling somebody a red skin would be kind of derogatory, wouldn't you? Yeah. I want to but, know what they're going to change their name to. The Indians? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're trying to pull FSU into the into oh. the mix at FSU. Oh, really? Change their name. What could what could the perfect school down there be doing? That be. I mean, they call themselves the Seminoles, which is a tribe. Yeah. And they pay them a lot of money to use that name. Yeah, huh. they pay the Seminole tribe to use that name. Gonna, and the Seminole Tribe up. has input on their their uniforms. They got, I mean, they got a lot of a lot of things that people don't realize. That's a commonly searched thing. What Washington Florida State does not have a mascot. Instead, it has honor of calling ourselves the Seminoles. Y'all don't have a mascot? 
Yeah, we do. We have Renegade and Chief Osceola. I'm just trying to see how much money they spent on it. Because I didn't know that. And I'm willing to bet a bunch of other people listening to this podcast do not know. That we paid the Seminole tribe to use their name? Correct. And that they have input on uh, the uniforms? Just like the the uh, Washington Redskins, their their logo was approved by uh, like a Native American or designed by a Native American. It's just kind of crazy, man. I mean, it's kind of kind of good that some shit's starting to change, I guess. Um, it's just uh. Oh, it's crazy, wow. man. 2020 has been. I like that title. The champions. I got paid to watch it, but I just read the article. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I like how they referred to Florida State there. But yeah, I can't see any article really talking about how much money gets passed. That's yeah. Nobody, statement. nobody, nobody talks about it. I think it's more but it's been or said, less than they pay their players. Uh, they don't pay their players, sir. All right, I've turned off the, I've turned off the stream. What's your honest opinion? Of what? How much they pay their players? They don't. They don't pay their players. I mean, only Jimbo Fisher was just caught, you know, violating uh, recruiting rules a month after he left FSU. If that tells you anything. No, it doesn't. It doesn't tell me anything at all. How did Jeff Brom get... 6.6 6.6 million to go to Purdue. How did Purdue have 6.6? Oh, yeah, they make pill. They're, yeah, they're big pill mill people. That's how they get all that money. The Boilermakers. Alrighty. Well, is that all you got for NFL? NCAA. That's all I got for NFL. We have uh, what they cancel. They canceled uh, what was it, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee Tech game. Uh, I didn't see that. It was uh, the first game that was supposed to be held, and it sounded like, per the article, they didn't want to be the first people back in, and uh, they were passing on that every other year. Oh yeah, we want to be the first ones out. National pandemic, everyone's watching, everyone's trying to figure out how to pull us off. Nope, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, it's funny to see. Uh, but, moving on then, uh, to NASCAR, who actually had fans at a racetrack. They did. They did. They had uh, a little bit of controversy too. Yeah, we haven't done a podcast since it, so I guess we have to discover uh, or discuss the uh, the knot that was tied in a garage pull-down. Uh, I know me and you have already discussed... Uh, the noose that was, that was tied in, uh, in, as a, a garage pull-down. But a noose is a what? I mean, a duh, it's a form of knot. Duh. It is a form of a knot. Uh, what... I just, it's such a gray so, area, and I got to give it to NASCAR. I, I get why they did that, but I don't feel like they should have put out a press release. NASCAR fucked it up. NASCAR fucked it up. NASCAR should have never, NASCAR should have never put out any kind of statement until they had all the facts correct. Correct. I, I second that. I can't argue with that one. Uh, I, I get why they did. And it's caused a lot of people talking 
a lot of people saying stuff like, uh, it was planted there, this was all staged, you know, they did it last year, whatever, and then, uh, there was other people saying NASCAR just wanted to run with this and get more TV time and stuff like that, which they did. They did. That was one of the highest rated watched rain delay races uh, outside of like a Daytona or a Bristol race. Bubba, Bubba Wallace is bringing more publicity to NASCAR than they've seen since Dale Jr. You know, basically single-handedly changed NASCAR. I think he has broadened the people that are interested in NASCAR. Like, uh, people that probably profile NASCAR, like they people profile country music, like people profile other things of that nature, you know. They'll be like, right. I don't like it, just because everyone else says they don't like it. Uh, but he, he has done a lot. You got to give him that. Uh, so the all-star race has been moved to Bristol. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be on Wednesday night. Uh, so we yeah. have. That's not going to be interesting. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So we got Indy this weekend, which go ahead and start with that. So the Xfinity cars are going to be running the road course. I don't know if you know about that on at Indy as a I test. I don't know about that. So tomorrow there'll be te- It'll be a test for the cup cars, pretty much, but we're not running the cup cars there. You're getting Xfinity on the road course to see how the track would prove for racing in a stock car. Uh, people are hyping up uh, getting rid of the oval. They call it an oval track, but it actually looks like a rectangle. Uh, but I don't know. There's a lot of people back and forth. I listened to Dale Jr. talk about it on his podcast. And he was pretty much open to it, just in the nature of, well, IndyCar's been racing there forever. We've only been racing there since, I think, 94, Jeff Gordon won the first race. Uh, But, so he doesn't feel like it's, you know, that long, and it's time for them to make their own track there. But if anyone needs to be turning left and turning right, it needs to be those damn open-wheel guys. Anyone needs to be making a circle. It needs to be cars with bodies on them. That's true. But, however, the Roval makes for a great race. I don't think I've seen a Roval race. Uh, I felt like when they were racing back-to-back at Charlotte uh, a few weeks ago when NASCAR first started opening up, I was begging them on Twitter to run one race at the Roval, especially the Wednesday night race. Uh, but they didn't want to turn around two different cars like that, which I, I kind of get when there's money on the line. But you'll see the Roval race. I think it's set for October. I think it's going to be like tail end of the chase. Uh, How awesome is it to see some of these uh, top drivers kind of struggle without practice? Uh, yeah, I mean... I mean, look at look at the guy that's dominated the sport the last couple of years, Kyle Busch. I mean, he is just not... He is hating not having the ability to practice and get his guys to, you know, run a couple laps and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's kind of so awesome. I mean, Kyle everybody Bush, hates Kyle Busch. Kyle but. Busch does his best when he races three races that weekend. If he can race trucks, Xfinity, and Cup... By the time he gets in his cup car, he's ran, you know, probably three, five hundred laps already. And he knows what's going to happen in the Xfinity or the truck, which is my bad, the cup race. Uh, so he always loved to do those. And he would sweep Bristol. He would sweep tracks whenever he would do that. Uh, but for the most part, I think statistically in my notating of watching them all, it was like he would win one, hit the wall in one, and finish third in one. <laughs> For the most part, but he he would get one win in there, uh, so I, I think practice is hurting him. But there's other drivers out there, uh, like Chase Elliott. He seems to be, do pretty good without qualifying and practice. Uh, a bunch of the Ford drivers have been doing pretty good without any qualifying uh, and practice. But <sighs> this is different. Like the, 20 years ago, 
it would have been a whole different ballpark to do this without any practice. Like you, the, they they have practice. They sit in the cars in a simulator, and it emulates every bump on the track, everything on the track. And I mean, it's just like I racing, except even crazier form where they're strapped in the honest to god car they're gonna take down there and it's on a machine running laps Uh, a thing that probably most people don't know is like up until about the 1990s tracks would open up on i think it was tuesday afternoon and everyone would roll in well wednesday all day from 5 a.m or from 8 to 5 the track would be open for practice. Thursday, same thing, 8 to 5, open for practice. Friday, same thing, 8 to 5. So these guys that had money like Richard Petty, he could show up at the racetrack with money in the bank and not really have to worry about you know working another job or doing anything else and work on his car all week. These guys now, they're rolling up, and they haven't drove it. They've drove the car around a simulated version, but... The first time they actually drove the track is going to be lap one diving down the turns. Uh, if you go back to my earlier podcast, I said that there would be a bunch of wrecks turn one, lap one. It has not been that way. Uh, if you watch on the first starts, you'll notice a bunch. There'll be guys lose 10 positions going into lap turn one because they ain't going to risk it. They'll back off. Uh, I think pretty people are pretty cautious with their cars right now. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy. But how about uh, some of these no-name drivers? Some of these—I uh, won't call them no-name drivers, but some of the the small teams getting a chance to run up top and, and stuff like that. I think that's pretty cool. And that's—I mean, I've been a big, big hater of you know the same five or six drivers winning every race. I mean, how many races has Kevin Harvick won this year? Uh, three, I think. How many has Denny Hamlin won this year? Uh, two, I think. Exactly. How many wins has Bubba Wallace got in a cup car? Right, right, but he's still running up there. He's running up top. I mean, he had a chance to win. He had a chance to win that that race, the Talladega race, but he just didn't have the strategy. He got pushed out to the front. With 20-something laps to go. He didn't have a chance of winning that. Shit. Who was it, though? I think Corey... Someone said... I know Corey LaJoy pushed him back in. But I remember someone said after post-race that uh, they were trying to talk into a plan of pushing Bubba Wallace around uh, lap one to lead the race, but then no one would get together during race. They were like, we're fine doing stuff before and after the race and showing our support. When we put on that helmet, I'm going to lead this lap. I ain't letting nobody else, which I thought oh, was yeah, great. Sure. I was like, okay, they're still sportsmen, you know. But Yeah, for sure. If there was a race for the storybooks to go down, as you know, for Bubba to win one, that was it. That was his race for From Alabama. Yeah. He hung a noose in his garage. And with the knot tied in there, which we never fully covered. So that knot was but, actually there but, uh, the year before, uh, or the race before in October. The, read, the, read the report. So in of October. The 1700, in the, of the 1,700 garages that they checked, there was only one garage that had a noose tied in it. Yeah, but which whose car was in that garage stall the week? And it wasn't, the report states that it wasn't tied there last year. At the beginning of race week, but it was at the end. It was when Ryan Blaney's car was in that pit stall. They have a picture of it. And that's worthable to note because Ryan Blaney and Bubba Wallace are good buddies. So I think that's funny that it's obvious someone on Ryan Blaney's crew tied that noose there. So, it's well, I don't think it was Blaney that was in there. It was... Uh, it was the 12 car. It was... Um, Matty D, he was in there. He's the one that alerted him that, like, hey, that noose was tied there last year. Oh, you sure? Yeah, he was the one that that worked with NASCAR. The Wood Brothers were they they were the ones that were like, hey, yeah, uh, Matty D's crew's saying that that noose was tied there the year before. Um, I'll, I'll trust you on that because you do keep up with Matty D. 
from the Wood Brothers, but I thought it was Ryan Blaney's car. But yeah. I think the Wood Brothers Twitter is the greatest thing ever for NASCAR. They are very honest on there. They'll be like, well, we didn't do that good today, but... <laughs> yeah, or they'll just, you know, I don't know which one's doing it. I don't know if it's one of the, the grandsons or sons or, or whatever it is, but... All of them have some uh, teenage, well, I would say teenage girls, some... Some female, approximately 23 to 28, doing their Twitters. But it's pretty fucking awesome because they get on there and they're like, yeah, our car fucking sucks today. We can't get it right. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I think it's kind of awesome. So are you going to watch the Indianapolis 400? Uh, maybe. Tomorrow? I mean, Sunday? Maybe. Maybe. I think they're, they're practicing to my right to now for uh, Xfinity. I think they were set to practice today. Are they? Uh, Let's check it out. Since I'm on yep. my phone doing this, I, right can, here. I can check Friday it out. Friday at 1.30, practice on the road course, and Friday at 3, practice at the road course. I thought they weren't practicing it. Uh, they're letting Xfinity because no one's ever ran this race before. Uh, so Xfinity uh, used to race across why the street. They, why aren't they letting them race? Or re- letting them practice, sorry. Oh, it's... So... I mean, what's the point of it? Like, what are they... Is it just to <sighs> limit the amount of people that are at the track? Or? So, like, look... So, they're doing practice <laughs> today. The race is tomorrow. And why they're yeah. doing that is because... if. It takes so long to inspect these cars. You can't inspect them, let them touch them, go out there and run laps and all that. Then you got to inspect them again. So they pretty much leave it to a day for just inspect and race. Uh, So they let them have the day before. So they don't want multiple teams there at the same time. So that's why they're racing Saturday for Xfinity and Cup on Sunday. I know that's normal, but normally Cup guys and Xfinity guys and truck guys would all be at the same track. Uh, right now, they're spacing them out. Like, Xfinity will fly out when Sunday morning Cup guys fly in. Huh. If that makes sense. Uh, like, last week, it was pretty relaxed at Pocono. Uh, the track was huge, has tons of camping. I mean, the, everyone was so spaced out, it was crazy. Uh, but Indy, uh, they have tighter guidelines, I'm pretty sure, right now. And it also depends on the state they're in. Uh, it's kind of it's it's kind of crazy that nobody has tested positive yet. You know that who I've owns heard. Indianapolis Motor Speedway? I do not. Roger Penske. He just bought it last year. He bought. It, so I saw some pictures of. Uh, I saw some pictures of it. It looks like a pretty nice fucking track. I've been there. Haven't been there for a race, but I went there and toured the museum. I've rode around the track. Uh, as someone that's been to a bunch of different tracks, the main difference between this track and a normal NASCAR track is it's not as wide. Uh, even it's, it's like a super, I wouldn't say, okay. So it's like a super speedway that's been cropped it and like stretched out to where it's just got straightaways all the way around and made a rectangle, but it's as wide as Bristol. So it's like two or three lanes wide. It's not that wide. I know on the front stretch, it gets a little like it. You might be able to get four cars in there, but it's tight. Pit lane is tight. Everything everything about it is skinnier than, like, a normal racetrack. You know, like, you look at uh, California, I think you can go, like, eight wide the whole way around the racetrack. Yeah. Uh, so, just to reference that. And it, Indianapolis will have some really odd wrecks. And then another thing it's also known for is guys clipping the grass. Anytime you have a car that clips the grass, they'll get grass on their front. They'll start overheating. They'll cover up their brake ducts. Their brake ducts will get hot. Uh, that that's tends to be a thing there. And a lot of guys do the back-end crashes here. Uh, just because it's so short, when you lose control, you end up backing your car into the wall. Uh, so look for a lot of that as well. Uh, then there has been a good handful of wrecks coming into the... Uh, pit stops area down pit lane and on pit lane just because it's so tight 
Uh, and then there's a divider down the middle of the track. So like if you're sitting on the front stretch, you can't see the back stretch because there's a grandstands in the middle. Like I don't know how to fully explain that to y'all, but some of y'all have seen the pictures and are aware of that. So like it's not like a track you could sit at like at Bristol and see everything. Uh, at most tracks you can, but not at Indy. Indy, you'd be literally staring straight across to another grandstands full of people. Uh, but they do have a big scoring pylon that holds, I want to say, I think it holds all 43 cars. It's a tall pylon. Uh, normally they, you know, top 10, 15, maybe 20 on a pylon. Uh, they have a long, tall pylon there. Uh, another thing worth noting that I'm always excited for is I'm pretty sure they just confirmed the summer, I'm not sure if they're still calling it that, the summer mudslinger classic, but the truck's on dirt. That's one of my highlight things of uh, the NASCAR season. I think Tony Stewart's got that. Speaking agreed of uh, speaking of fucking dirt, the uh, Kyle Larson's tearing it up. Yeah, he won last night again. So I think he's up to. Don't quote me on this, but I think he's at fourteen wins on dirt car in like two months now, and pretty much like I think it was six weeks of racing. Maybe less than that. But this past month, he's got probably 10 wins in alone. So he's, which, he's winning on the amateur tour. Uh, no. So he went to uh, midget week is what they call it. Uh, so they had, I want to say like three to 500 cars come in from all across the United States for him. And I mean, you can't stress this enough. You have guys that will race the same racetrack for 10, 20 years. Like, be straight up ringers on this one track. Maybe not even rarely go to other tracks. There's dirt track guys out there that will have one to three racetracks they go to, and that is all they know. <coughs> um, do you need any corona tests over there? You good? Yeah, I think the wife has got the coronavirus. Well, good thing we are now sponsored by... ADI Global. No, thanks. Yeah, so, no, not uh, so much. Help, help we're sponsored by we're sponsored by the fucking twenty twenty sucks. Twenty twenty sucks, yes. <laughs> also I would like to bring up the fact that uh uh Trump will be on a NASCAR car for Corey LaJoy if he couldn't catch uh, a break in his <laughs> career can't catch whatsoever. A break at all. That guy has just had it rough. I've and he's kind of done it to himself, uh, so I don't think we've covered this as well, but him and Denny Hamlin got in a Twitter beef for a while. He went on to his own podcast that's also syndicated on XM Radio and just straight blasted Denny Hamlin. Even told people not to go to a place that he, I'm not sure if he was sole ownership of this burger joint, but I think he was a partner in it uh, and was even dishing it, saying don't go to his burger joint. Like, who does that? <laughs> like getting personal on a man and everyone was like what sport would one of the lower tier guys call out you know one of the bigger tier guys uh, Denny Hamlin's never won a championship but I'd say before he retires he will um, also I want to remind people check your smoke detectors it's a very big key thing I want to take a break from sports talk to talk about that and say everyone should test their smoke detectors frequently change their batteries and their smoke detectors frequently. fuck smoke detectors that's what uh, i think it saves lives and if it we does. can save one person's lives by saying this message uh it, it please people quit taping them up with planters tape uh <laughs> i've been i've been seeing that one a lot like if you just just stop with that one, okay? Just that one. But uh, I well, think you got any closing hot takes you want to put in here? Uh, I do not, for the most part. Uh, I can't wait till the NBA gets back, see how the old rec league pickup games go. Um, you know. I yeah, I'm, I'm excited are, uh, just to see what's going to happen in Orlando. You get this many athletes in this small of a place 
some headlines are going to pop off. You're going to have a mesh of people. Like, can Orlando handle the ego that's coming to him? That's going to be the question we're going to have to ask. I don't know. I mean, a lot are of money these guys going to be able? Are these guys going to be able to not go out after games? Are they going to be able to isolate themselves to like a hotel suite or, or whatever? It is? Oh, they're going to have team parties. There's going to be some crazy stuff like that. I bet. Uh, I see. <laughs> I see them just partying up in rooms, honestly. But it's going to be me. it's going to be crazy, but. That's it for me. All right. That's it Another for podcast number four in the books. We'll catch you on the next one. Let's go.